What's going on? Welcome to the podcast. I've been really out of it the past little while. I have a a bunch of really great conversations that I have on deck for the podcast and it's kind of been stuck in the purgatory a little bit of me, you know, finding out the right way to introduce these conversations and putting in a little bit of time to actually think about, you know, the cohesive way of putting together the the few other pieces that I like to have surrounding an amazing conversation. Um, And so, yeah, I, I really go through these ebbs and flows, as we all do, of feeling kind of more magnetized or driven or or a little bit more of like a a fire under my butt to spread. What are we spreading here? Awareness. Uh, Self-awareness. Commentary on what it's been like for me and for those of us alive on earth to watch all of the old patterns we have, maybe not even old, watch all of the the current patterns we have. Um, I guess the reason I say old is because I, right now, am in a place, and this is kind of the theme of this episode, where I'm looking at kind of the way I started interacting with my life basically since the beginning of the pandemic feeling like all right my community is like my mom and obviously all of us having been severed in a real way from our communities um obviously the internet is such a a blessing for still providing us with communal spaces to enjoy and to be a part of and to and to feel seen in a small way and so you know I as you know I started working for DoorDash I am actually paused on a break from my my DoorDash shift as I speak right now um and kind of unknowingly setting myself uh, on a new direction like a domino effect of okay it's just me I kind of used to always have a little bit more of an awareness about spending my my weekend nights with friends and, and going out and kind of keeping myself a little bit more, I I guess you could say prepared for events and opportunities to spend money, to connect with others, to share meals, to go to activities, stuff like that. And so I think I have become attached to this 
like the opposite of that where on my year-long road trip across the country I pretty much never was answering to anyone never needed to do anything I mean we never need to do anything social right that's it's not I mean maybe I mean right I, I guess how do we look at need Right? We can say, I don't need to go out and do something social in the middle of the pandemic because it seems irresponsible, and yet we can set the pandemic aside theoretically and say, oh, wow, some of us actually do feel this need, and, and there is actual real tangible benefits of the way that we gather and share our lives. And so right now I'm looking at the patterns of behavior where I was just really only concerned about my bank account, my schedule, and that I've kind of been hitting this little little bit of a wall, this, this small obstacle that I keep bumping up against when I forget that I can just take a hop over it to think about my life differently based on what I want it to look like um, and how I, I I can get stuck in being like oh I like the freedom and it's like how do we balance this idea of personal freedom being able to think about our lives with no one else in a, taking it into account, right? I mean, how practical is that to even think about that theoretically? Like, that's not what our lives are. And yet, I got stuck in this way. I work on my own time. I also, with this freedom, and a lot of it for me is about money and about when I work and about how I support myself and what I'm driven to do with my hours every day and how, you know, spending a month alone out on the road, the way that I would interact with an, a free day or a morning and that I just, I felt like I had a lot more room to kick my legs up and and make silly TikToks and scroll on things and play games and get stoned all the time. And now that I have more meaning in my life, I see myself stepping closer and closer to this person I've always wanted to be and also recognizing that I currently am the person that I, that my past self desired to be and it's so easy for me to forget that I am the person that my past self wanted to become right I am in the place that my past self was longing to get to I said this a bunch when I lived in Thailand I was like dude just take a second and think about where you are and where you once were and how that version of yourself who felt stuck or who hadn't taken this leap yet, who didn't move across the world, 
And yet, when I was sitting in my apartment in Thailand, I was still thinking about all the procrastination and all the stuff I didn't like and how I was upset with myself. And it was just like new scenery, same old tapes in my head running this script of, hey, you're not doing enough. Here you are again. Same old Wes, new house, new job, new environment as if that could change you. And so, pause. Here's where mindfulness has helped me out. And here's where I can now start to think about the tools accessible to me to make a real, uh, right back to like the obstacles that I set in my way, these mental blocks or these like, like pits of self-doubt that I that I somehow keep putting in front of me and start to I guess you could say train myself to no longer believe in that voice I now can see that voice is not who I am I'll take it one step further I'm going to name this fucking voice. This guy in my head who's doubting me, who's telling me that all my pursuits to, to become myself are all for naught, that dude is Frederick. And Frederick, like, gets off on my own self pity, self-doubt, uh, stuckness, giving in to addictions, giving in to vices, distracting myself from my, my true path, distracting myself from the endeavors that I am actually excited about, distracting myself from taking action that might have a bit of a front edge or, or, or like a, a front end bump. Let's, let's call it a speed bump, right? Normally we can just coast into wherever we want to go, but when we hit that new place, we can have a fat-ass speed bump in front of that next you know, driveway we're trying to go down to access something new. And now you got to give yourself a little gas I gotta gas myself up. I have yet to try this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna seed this into the podcast right now. Mel Robbins, the high five habit. Go go look up Mel Robbins, the high five habit. She wrote a book, but also she's on a bunch of podcasts and, and the story of 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 rewiring the way that we see ourselves in the mirror. The way that I look at myself right now, looking in my rear view mirror. Give myself a high five. Look into your mirror and give yourself a high five. Give your body an action that has, throughout your entire life, been wired with positivity. When you high five a friend, there's no negativity there. 
when you reach your arm up to give a high five, what is the energy that your body has always associated with the act of giving someone you care about a high five? And now imagine, oh my God, I can give myself that same energy, that same excitement. And instead of what we all, or, or, or what many of us may have ingrained in our habits of daily living is walking into the bathroom, looking in the mirror, not loving what we see, automatically criticizing. And then this critical, judgmental energy seeps into starting our day with seeing our, our, our day as, as full of uh, responsibilities or like tasks that you gotta slog through instead of saying, hey, whatever is in store for my day, I got this. High five in my mirror. I Even this title about momentum. We have all these, all these invisible, spanning different amounts of time, habits and, and, and momentums. A, a ball in motion wants to stay in motion. A regular thought pattern wants to stay there. When we think about some of this stuff, when I think about the voice inside me, this the fucking Frederick who tells me that I'm going to be broke forever and that I fucking suck and that how the fuck can I ever afford, blah, blah, blah. Like, he wants to exist. Frederick doesn't want to be on the sidelines. These voices are vying to be the hands. They want to take over us. Frederick doesn't get to rule my life. Frederick, the voice of doubt, the voice of scarcity, the voice of why even try. The voice of, man, look at all the mistakes and how much they limit you. So, this isn't about me banishing Frederick from my being. Frederick is my roommate. You don't always get to choose your inner roommates. But you get to set your boundaries. I, Wes, the real guy over here, who actually does believe in himself, who actually... <laughs> is excited about taking on new endeavors, learning new skills. Frederick says, you fucking dumbass, you can't learn that shit. You, you don't even know, you don't even like to learn. You have a hard time focusing. Why even try? Just stick to living, living small. We can interrupt this process, okay? Another thing from Mel Robbins is the 54321. I'm going to say 54321. Shut the fuck up, Frederick. I'm doing it anyway. 
I may never be able to turn off Frederick's voice, but I can override it with my own power of choice and recognition that I'm not bound by that voice. For those of you that have seen Luca, the Pixar movie, Silencio Bruno, it's the exact same thing. Label your fear Bruno, and every time you're about to step into something scary, silence that voice. Override your fear energy. Go for it. The rest of the episode is a throwback. It's about over a month old. I was back in Iowa, but but I but I'm touching on this exact topic, and I think it's really important to see that. Um, that there's that there's a uh, there's energy. There's there's stress. There's anxiety. There's excitement. In all of these things and it's easy to get swept away and to start to believe these stories maybe not even your stories that you created but stories that you inherited stories that you were steeped in at some other point in your life that makes you think about your reality that way now It makes me realize that I that I'm attached to what's familiar that moving out here to Los Angeles living with my partner Lane now having someone else's life intertwined with mine and that being something that that just changes the way that I schedule my reality schedule my life how, when do I work? How much do I work? What do I do in my time now? I'm obviously thinking about those things when I'm alone, but there's a different color on it. There's different energy. It's, it's not all about me now. And so I think through some, some past relationship stuff throughout my life, I think I have this aversion to feeling like I'm changing myself for someone else and that has kind of been at the core of a lot of my my navigating intimacy and relationships has been like relationships are where I'm where I'm buckled in with someone else and then freedom is when I'm by myself and can do whatever I want and I I was always clamoring for the freedom so in times when I, when, as we all go through the ebbs and flows, I, when I would be hitting those, those valleys, those low spots, I would, I would be running towards intimacy and it would help salve my doubt that I was doing the right thing by in a way, distracting myself with someone else or, or sending my attention towards a lover. And so that experience is still right 
right here inside my mind nestled up to my ideas and stories about what it is to be in relationship with someone else. And so as I figure out what I need to do to survive and, and how I cohabitate with someone else, I realize like, oh, well, damn. Okay, yeah, this is obviously different than the way I was, you know, living my day when I was all alone and huh am, am I actually attached to that right that freedom of schedule kind of in quotes or, or just the idea that I could always be free right even if I didn't actually want to be free in the moment was just the way of accessing my desires at the time and that as my desires change and the experiences I'm in proximity to and that I desire I mean gosh am I, I think I'm going around in circles at this point right I'm just I'm, I'm loosening my grip on the old shit telling myself, hey, yeah, dude, that that is how you coped before. Or that is how how you you scheduled your life before. Yeah, totally. But like it's like, and you're here now. Like there's new uh you know priorities to to take into account. And so as we take into account these new vibration vibrations what yeah like just like let yourself acknowledge the ways you're clinging to things and and sit with it to ask am i attached to this or am i attached to the idea of this type of freedom because that idea used to be the thing that was the only aspect of my own belief in myself that made me feel like I was in control and so if I'm you know changing up things for someone else then that means I'm no longer in control and, and it's actually the lack of control that I started to feel in past relationships that was the thing that made me run away and that I'm actually in control this whole time and that it's up to me to verbalize what it is I desire to my partner and make a, a plan for how I'm gonna let it unfold. So, yeah, fuck. Okay. Yeah, this was, man, I think you can tell this was just a little bit of a, a, I'd kind of been blocked up the past week. And letting go of these blockages, pushing them out. Letting my, letting my mind articulate lots of the things that I haven't been giving myself the space to unearth within me. And so, let's unearth some shit together. Once again, 
thank you for being here. Um, no, this isn't the end. There's going to be, we're going to pop up to uh, rewind six weeks ago, me commenting on, I mean, I kind of had the foresight in a way to think about how my life is going to be changing and how that's so fucking exciting. What am I afraid of change? I always, I've been wanting change because I haven't been in love with everything about the places that I've been in. And as I've been learning to accept them, learning to add in love to all of it, I know that a lot of joy and a lot of service, a lot of meaning, a lot of passion lies here in this moment and ahead of me and will take the form, will take forms that I have yet to understand or recognize that that are enjoyable to me or, or allow to exist freely and to just be confident in my ability to adapt and to respond adequately and lovingly to everything that, that comes up in my life. Um, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and include, uh, right before the next segment, one of my favorite songs, Let's Go. Um, it kind of has this, this collective, like, let's get out of our own way. Like, let's, let's set ourselves in a new direction that that feels right so hell yeah and i'll see you guys uh, on the next episode much love oh, oh, oh. this is one of my favorite ones guys You guys ready? We know what will last in our hearts. We know, yes, we know. We have so many stories ripping us apart, telling us how to feel. I don't know if I put out art. That's really good. But I know that this is where I start And I feel afraid that I'm making too many mistakes That's the thing about life right now Is that my fear of failure has been stifling my spirit for so many years And now I'm just tired of submitting to my ego Telling me to shut up and sit down Damn Free me from something weird It's not aligned with me Free me from my fear I'm feeling holy I fall asleep at night Wishing I'd done some other things with my day I know tonight I'm no longer living my life Wishing that I'd done it a different way 
I know a lot of times it's really frightening when we find that we're not in a position that makes us feel happy. And so it can feel panic in our hearts and minds and fear that if we take a leap and take a step towards different shit that it means that we could possibly fall flat. We could possibly end up back in our parents' basements. Fuck that. Maybe I should stay at the bum-ass job that I hate. Maybe I should never even date. Maybe I should never even try. Oh well, come on, let's go get high. Oh well, this is my fucking life. Fuck me. Maybe I should have tried when I was 14 or 16 or 18 or 23. Just look at me. We are more powerful. Age doesn't even exist for me. Cause I know that I'm not behind. I'm learning to find my flow. So let's take it slow. Let's do it right. Let's take our time. Let's not have fear, but let's notice fear and let's not adhere to the old bounds that fear makes that caution tape we step through make no mistake it's not easy bro but i got your back and you got mine now let's fucking go let's fucking go <laughs> let's fucking go dude <laughs> you ready what's going on you know, I hearken back to the days of May 2021, where I was podcasting every single morning. And it became an ever-present part of my life for five, six weeks, maybe even seven And I think uh, besides that, kind of starting back in March was when I started to, I mean, basically bond with Lane, but not just about that, but basically switch up my energy from my entire days for months were 100% about me. And that started to change when I wanted to be spending more time with Lane. And that became a priority in a very dope way. But without me realizing it, it caused me, I think, to kind of get knocked off of my train track. Kind of jostled my wheels off of the tracks. Do you call train wheels wheels? Because they're like circular shits, right? Train wheels. Like a train's just on tracks, but the train's wheels are t are in the tracks, right? Wheels. Anyway, my wheels are off the tracks. Um... And not in any bad way, I say this because I'm like, well, if Lane listens to this, I don't want her to get the wrong idea about me spending time, but with her being something negative, because that's not what I'm saying at all, getting knocked off of the track that I was on is a welcome sight, you know, a welcome experience, but I just kind of didn't realize it at the time. I've been... I posted a TikTok just kind of about like, whoa, I, I can get 
coming off of, of a spiritual awakening and a breaking out of molds, right? I mean, everything that I've been going through the past year, two years, three years, like all of this stuff has been a trying out, trying out these different tracks and figuring out what I actually want to access. Do I want to be on this, you know, high speed train track that everyone's on all fucking day long? Um, and so I think it was me feeling like, oh, this energy of love and connection and sharing of time where now my, you know, Saturdays where I'd usually buckle down and listen to podcasts and work all day because I need to make money. Now is a day where I'm like, Lane, is, Lane ain't working. I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to hang out. And so it was basically a, a hard shift because it was like me feeling like I had lost this type of freedom because now I wanted to spend my time in a different way. And that caused me to have to like close the gaps of me time or like, you know what I mean? Like narrow the, the book ends, so, right? My, my potential time to think about my podcast, to make my daily TikToks, to podcast every single day, to freestyle, to go on live stream in my car alone and freestyle. Like this is all stuff where I was in my own vibe. And so when I'm waking up in community, it can make me feel like the choices now that I have is I have to carve out the time to make my living, to go work for DoorDash for this amount of time and kind of, I just let myself give in to, I don't know, it's like I eliminated lots of the nights when I would have been working previously on my road trip and then didn't really ramp up my days and just let myself feel like like Lane was the creative one and I was just helping her out, I think, in a way. Because I'm incredibly intimidated by her skills. Um, sorry, Lane, not to, not to, to rant about you, but I think it's maybe a good preparation because I'm going to have Lane on the podcast soon. Uh, maybe hopefully next episode. Um, but she's an incredibly dope video editor and artist and personality and speaker and singer and musician and you know I've felt like oh man I don't know welcome to another moment where I feel like I want to delete this episode because where where are we going why why am I talking I think it's, I heard my friend Dill the Nomad say the other day, it's hard sometimes to like remember who you are when 
you're uh, when you haven't journaled in a while. And I'm sitting there watching his video like, damn, I ain't never journaled. I've never journaled. I think in a way, I've recently, I kind of knew it my whole life, but I recently have self-diagnosed myself with ADHD. But I was priorly, like I always feel like I have to preface, like I was like, a doctor gave me Adderall one time, so probably do have it. Um, but it just helps to give me some framework around a lot of the stuff that skills and, and tendencies and habits that grew and were formed throughout school in my entire, throughout my life, um, into how like taking notes hard as fuck for me, sitting down, writing things like journaling for a whole page it's like my mind moves so much faster my mind moves so much faster than my ability to capture my thoughts with a pen for sure and sometimes with a keyboard you know I honestly haven't haven't given myself enough reps with journaling on a keyboard to really have beefed up my my fluency in typing to see how well I'd be able to keep up with my fast-moving brain. Again, back to one of the reasons why freestyle rapping was just, has always just been so spot-on for me. It really fits in with the way that I quickly navigate things a lot of the time. Um, so I also have this episode or i guess it's not an episode yet it's uh it's a 40 minute recording of me and my my grandfather daniel wilkinson and i'm not sure how i want to use it i think i want kind of want to build up these podcasts where I might extract some gems or incorporate a lot of different s snippets from conversations I record with lots of family members or, or lots of elderly people. I think, you know, as I think about the the way that Never Stop Learning will continue to grow and change and become anew every day. And again, back to Lane's amazing skills. It's like she's so surprised that I am like worried about skills. <laughs> and she's like, these things are so easy. And I'm like, freestyling is easy. Like. Editing is hard because I never took myself seriously enough to imagine that I could go out and do something great. The only time I really allowed myself to catch glimpses of my own greatness was when I was freestyling. And when I would be radically, radically tuned in to a, a choral performance. That's when I could see what I have going on. 
but those experiences never seemed to me to be applicable to my actual life. I'm trying to get out of my way. I'm trying to, to not hold on to recordings because I don't know what to, to title it because I don't know what to fucking put in the description. But I'm getting over this. I'm getting over it. It's enough. I don't really think there's much we can I don't know I don't think there's much we can what I don't know uh, but hey this is the real shit this is really how I feel and it's good for me to get it out talk to you guys later